0: How is it going Bears fans welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down podcast where we talk everything Bears every day of the week the Bears this week one matchup with the Detroit Lions ended in a DeAndre Swift drop in the end zone but will week 13 go differently after Detroit has made some changes today we are back with our week 13 coverage kicking it off taking a look at the Detroit Lions it's going to be a good one it is going to be a battle for last place in the NFC North but joining me today, my co-hosts Parth Shaw and Jalen McClinton, fellas. I'm going to click you in here. How you guys doing? And Parth, I cannot hear you.
1: Yeah, there we go. Uh, we recorded earlier today. Uh, make sure you guys go check out that video. And yeah, i uh, just recording another one
2: right now. Jalen, how's it going, buddy? Oh, uh, it's going good. A little depressed. A little depressed. Excuse me. It's been, a, it's been a terrible last month for us Bears fans, but I enjoyed doing the stream on uh, on Sunday, so I guess that's been keeping my hopes up that we're probably going to do that for the rest of the season, but other than that, I've, I've been a little down.
0: Yeah, and you know, for us, face cam is something that's new, uh, at least now. It's not something we did in the past, but we're back now doing face cam again. Joining us today, uh, he's back from week one. He's a Detroit Lions beat writer for Pride of Detroit. He is here. He is excited about Matt Patricia being fired. Jeremy Raisman, welcome back, my friend. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what's next. Absolutely. So let's hop right into this one. Obviously, Detroit Lions 4-7. and seven. The Bears are at 5-6. and six. ESPN's matchup predictor is going to give the Bears a 61.1% chance to win this one. The Lions with a 38.6% chance. Heading down uh, to the pick center, the Bears are actually favored in this game. Uh, for the first time since Week 2 against the New York Giants, they are favored by three points as of, I believe, what is it, Tuesday uh, Tuesday evening. So uh, that is interesting. And the over-under for the game is set at 44.5. As you guys know, we start the series off taking a look at the offense and the defense of the opposing team. So we're going to start with the Lions offense First off, taking a look at their past five games, they're one and four. Uh, they had a win, I believe, in week nine or ten against the Washington football team, thirty to twenty-seven. But they're coming off a loss at the hands of the Houston Texans on Thanksgiving. That was a tough one. But Detroit's offense it has looked decent. You know, they've scored twenty-two point nine points per game, averaging three hundred and sixty-six point six yards per game, two hundred and seventy through the air from Matthew Stafford and ninety-six. Point nine on the ground, or 96.6 on the ground, excuse me. Taking a look at some of their season leaders, Matthew Stafford leads the way, passing 244 for 386, 2,876 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, and 8 interceptions on the ground. DeAndre Swift has gotten it going, but it's still Adrian Peterson who's had 119 carries, 444 yards, and 4 touchdowns. And as much as I hate to see this, their receiving leader, former Iowa Hawkeye, uh, me being a Hawkeye fan myself, TJ Hawkinson, he's had a great year, for 45 receptions, 300, 530 yards, excuse me, and five touchdowns. So before I pass it on to Parth and Jalen, I'm going to pass it around to Jeremy. We've seen the offense be so, so I would say throughout the season so far. So what have they improved on since week one and what still needs to improve heading into a week 13 matchup with the bears?
3: Well, I think the the thing that needs to improve, I'll start with that first, is just they need to get healthy. Um, they yeah. haven't had DeAndre Swift the past two games. They haven't had Kenny Galladay for three or four. Um, I, the good news for Lions fans, maybe not good news for Bears fans, is that both those guys were trending towards uh, playing almost on Thanksgiving, it sounded like, and now they've had the extra couple days of rest where I wouldn't be surprised if both those guys are playing. Um, they, they just seem to be getting DeAndre Swift into the swing of things. He had just taken over a starting role, and then, of course, he gets injured. Um and then Kenny Galladay, obviously, he, he's playing for, for a lot right now. He's a, he's looking for a new contract. He's now got a new head coach, and it seems like maybe he had an issue with the, uh, with the former coach. You know, he yep. infamously liked an Instagram post that said Matt Patricia got fired, so maybe he comes out and plays a little bit harder uh, once he's ready. Um, uh, overall, though, there's just been a little too much inconsistency. Uh, the, there was an over-reliance, I think, on the running game. And once, you know... Kenny Galladay was on a lo- out of the lineup. Um, DeAndre Swift, Danny Amendola has missed a couple games. It seemed like Stafford just couldn't get into a rhythm with any of his receivers. If he gets some of those guys back, though, and, and with Daryl Bevel, the offensive coordinator, now acting as the interim head coach, saying he wants to maybe take a little bit more shots, wants to kind of be a deep ball, be more consistent with the deep ball, I think you might see a more aggressive and maybe even more successful offense than we've seen in the past few weeks. Because the Lions did get shut out two weeks ago for the first time in uh, in in over a decade, so they, they Hey, don't are doubt my better. man,
0: PJ Walker. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, I saw a tweet from you a couple days ago on Thanksgiving that said uh, you guys didn't like the run, run, pass, run. How about the run, 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 (laughs) run. So um, the Bears did avoid Galladay in week one, but they're going to end up facing him here. Parth and Jalen, we take a look at this Lions offense. They do have weapons. I mean, DeAndre Swift has been playing some great football. Obviously, the Bears got him in his first career game and got blessed by him in week one. But Matthew Stafford has been having a good season. You know, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola. Hawkinson has really picked up his level of play. Uh, and they have a solid offensive line as well. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it around to you. What do you think about this Lions offense?
1: It's much better than uh, a lot of people I guess, give credit for it. You know, Matthew Stafford has been up and down all year. I'm pretty, su- uh, pretty sure Lions fans weren't too happy with this game against the Texans, but, you know, uh, he's still a top top 15, top 10 quarterback. Uh, he can be wow. elite at times. Um, so there's that. And then Kenny Galladay, uh, really underrated wide receiver, hasn't played in weeks. Um, but I think the – Bears got pretty good cornerbacks to cover Galladay. I do respect Galladay as a wide receiver. Um, And then DeAndre Swift has been turning it up the last couple games. Uh, I know against the Bears, it was his first game as a rookie. Uh, He did drop that game-winning touchdown for us. But um, at the end of the day, he's been playing a lot better, and rookies usually take time to get better. And then we saw Aaron Jones have a really big game against the Bears last week, so I would not be surprised if DeAndre Swift took off against us.
0: Yeah, uh, DeAndre Swift has had quite the year. He's proven that he's uh, you know, a running back who can not only excel in the rushing game, but also out of the backfield as a pass catcher. I'd love to see how they've involved Hawkinson throughout the season. I think they've gotten him incorporated very well, uh, I believe in his second year in the league. Um, but he's had quite the season so far, and I think this Lions offense is going to obviously see an improvement. Matt Patricia's gone. Uh, thank God for Lions fans. Uh, Daryl Bevel, hopefully, uh, it'll be it'll be tough if they do key up some deep shots because we've seen, um, obviously, in the past, uh, Marvin Jones especially have good games against the Bears, and, and Kenny Galladay is, is not someone who's going to step down whatsoever. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it back around to you now. What do you think about this Detroit Lions offense?
2: Um, so before I get into uh – like about the Lions' offense, I'm surprised that you you're surprised about what Price said about Matthew Stafford being a. Price I mean, last time we recorded, Price like said
0: that Matthew Stafford was a Hall he of Fame quarterback. Home, I don't remember
2: that exactly. So I don't, I don't even think Jeremy's gonna agree with that. He's a Lions fan, so um, this Lions' offense is, you know, they have a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of weapons. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, TJ, TJ Hawkinson. He's looking like a top 10 tight end. Um, they still have Matthew Stafford. Now, I don't think he's <laughs> a Hall of Fame quarterback, but I think he's better than every quarterback the Bears have had in the last couple five seasons. So, um, you know, he's he still being able to win them some games, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago that come. I, w- I wouldn't say it was a comeback, but that drive against the Redskins. Of course, the Falcons game, the Falcons blew another lead. Uh, like I don't know how you accidentally score a touchdown and still lose a game. So, uh, you know this 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 Lions offense is still you know kind of scaring me. If they, they were able to score against us, uh, week one, you know they got we won, but that's still something that that worried me. So, um, you know, still a lot of options. DeAndre Swift is looking very, very looking very solid. I think his confidence has been up ever since he played against us and dropped the game-winning touchdown. So uh, I I think you should thank Bears fans about that one, Jeremy. But but other than that, this is probably going to be a, a, a very decent game. I want to see this offense without. Um, Matt Patricia is probably the best head coach in the league to me. So uh definitely going to be a very solid game.
0: Yeah, should be a good game. Jeremy's having some technical issues on his end, but apparently he can hear me. You still got me, Jeremy?
2: Yeah, I
3: can.
0: Good, good. All right, well, we just went around the circle, talked a little bit about the Lions offense, but now it's time to shift gears, take a look at their defense. Uh, we saw a ton of corners go down with hamstring injuries uh, in week one when the Bears played them, and it's been tough throughout the season. You know, they've allowed 29.8 points per game, Four hundred and eight point five yards per game. Uh, they've been allowing a, a decent bit on the ground, one hundred and thirty three point four yards per game. Also, two hundred and seventy five passing yards on average to opposing quarterbacks. We take a look at that secondary again. Obviously, I, I know in week one you talked a lot about hoping that those safeties would perform well. Uh, Daron Harmon and Tracy Walker, that is, and then Desmond Trufant. Uh, it looks like he's questionable as of right now. Jeff Okuda's listed his out, but this. Depth chart I'm looking at might not be all that accurate. And then Justin Coleman, uh, once again, back, I believe he was on IR. So Jeremy, talk to me a little bit about this Lions defense and how can they look to bounce back against Chicago's horrible offense?
3: Well, I mean, I think you nailed it. It really starts and ends with that secondary. And they they really have been struggling to stay healthy, <clears throat> excuse me, all season. Um, yeah, Desmond Trufant left last game with a hamstring injury. Jeff Okuda left with a shoulder injury. So we're still kind of waiting on those guys. Um, you know, they're their availability this week. I, I think both should be considered very much up in the air. And if that's not the case, they've been relying a lot on second year, uh, fifth round pick Amani Oruarie who's played fairly well, kind of on and off. Um, didn't play great on Thanksgiving though. Uh, had, had a tough matchup with Will Fuller there. Um, obviously maybe a little bit of a easier matchup this week. Uh, although Allen Robinson is, is a guy I think is a, a top 10 receiver in this league. So won't be super easy, um, but we, I mean, we've seen what Mitchell Trubisky has been able like he has the Lions number for whatever reason. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's only in the fourth quarter, but that, that's apparently yeah. all he needs. So um, the Lions are going to have their hands full. They're going to most likely going to be shorthanded and that their corners just have really not um, progressed as, as many would hope throughout the year. Safeties have been okay. I think Daron Harmon's been solid and they haven't really found a guy next to him that they like. Um, they've, they've seen a lot of J Ron curse, who's a guy that you didn't see in that week one match matchup because he was serving a suspension. He plays about 60, 70% of the snaps, uh, tends to play a bit closer to the line. Sometimes he will be that guy that covers your covers, your tight end, things like that. And then the lines have getting a, gotten a little bit of a, a boost in pass rush with Everson Griffin, the, the mid addition there and, and Romeo Quar is playing pretty well, but at this point it's unclear if Trey flowers is going to come off IR. He's technically available to but there hasn't been any signs that he's uh, ready yet. So the lines are kind of hurting everywhere on that defense. And even when they were healthy, they weren't performing that well. So, you know, if, if Mitchell Trubisky is looking for a bounce back game, uh, this is his favorite opponent. And it wouldn't be surprising if, if, if I saw it again this week,
0: Yeah, uh, that would definitely be big. Uh, You know, I think this is a week where the Bears look to get the run game going again against the Detroit defense that's been a little bit shaky against opposing running backs. Jeremy talked about that week where they got blown out by the Carolina Panthers, former Bear Mike Davis, Bears legend Mike Davis, uh, 19 carries for 64 yards and a touchdown in this one. You know, once again, I think you have to attack that secondary, especially if Trufant and Okuda are out. Uh, It seems like they're going to be up in the air whether or not they play. The Bears once again didn't see Okuda in week one, but he he has struggled a little little bit throughout the season. We've also seen some good play from him. So Parth, I'm going to pass it once again, back around to you. What do you think about this Lions defense? And what do you think about what you saw from them on Thanksgiving against the Houston Texans? um Deshaun Watson pieced them up real quick I, that's what I think I saw um Deshaun Watson again
1: he's a really good quarterback so you know I'm not I'm not surprised he was able to do that but that line secondary is attackable um you can find holes in there um the Bears did it in week one you know Trubisky in the fourth quarter threw for three touchdowns somehow some way we won that game you know came away with the W um I think he's gonna have to do the same here to beat this Lions defense you got to find the holes in second um, I think he has, he has been able to do that against that Lions secondary consistently um, in his career so far, but against this, this bears offense is at a whole new level of low. Um, you know, the pair, the players have seemed like they're falling apart. Um, the locker room hasn't been as strong. So, you know, this is going to be a tough test to get those guys going. Um, Allen Robinson looks like he wants out. So, you know, if you want to, it's going to be tough for Trubisky, I think, um, you know, and then to get that run game going. We we got to get that run game going. We saw against the Packers, we had that big 57-yard run and that first drive of the game. I think if the Bears can somehow stay in this game, you know, not get too far behind, though we can at least utilize the run game a lot more because I think the Packers' run defense wasn't as strong, so, but we weren't able to utilize the run game because we got, we fell, fell behind real quick. So if we can stay in the game against this, pack, uh, this Lions team, you know, pound the rock with Montgomery and then find the holes in secondary, I think we have a solid chance.
0: Yeah, you know, the Bears were able to find success in the passing and the rushing game in Week 1 against the Lions. Montgomery had 13 carries for 64 yards, 4.9 yards per carry. The Bears obviously missing their dynamic piece, Tariq Cohen, but he had 40 rushing yards in that game. And then in the receiving game, I mean, we saw Anthony Miller and Allen Robinson feast. Uh, I believe they combined for 150 receiving yards and a touchdown. Also, both of them averaged over 15 yards per catch. And we also saw Darnell Mooney get involved in that game. So I think the Bears are going to be able to hopefully spread the ball here. Mitchell Trubisky, Jeremy mentioned it earlier, he plays pretty well against the Lions. He was 20 for 36, 242 yards and three touchdowns in that first game with a passer rating of 104.2. So Jalen, before we close this one off or head towards the latter stretch, I guess you could say what do you think about this Lions defense and do you think Mitchell Trubisky will be able to have success against them
2: again? This is prob- this is the the worst part of their team, which is their defense. You know, they gave up forty one points to Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans, and they haven't been a very good team this season. You know, they they gave up one hundred and seventy one yards to Will Fuller, which is which was so crazy to the NFL. They decided to drug test him and suspend him for the rest of the <laughs> season due to him being a uh, legal PD. So, uh, yeah, they, they might be better without Matt Patricia, who was a defensive mastermind. You know, like he's like Matt Nagy. Uh, Definitely like, not a mastermind, but a good defense. Uh, yeah, that's what he was hired for, and obviously he's he's not that. So um, I want to see Mitchell Trubisky do what he's able to do the last couple seasons, week one. Hopefully we're able to score um, in the, the, the first, second, third quarter, not just the fourth. So, um, you know, this this Lions defense, like I said before, is very weak. They're missing some some key corners and pieces in the secondary, but uh, they might be better without Matt Patricia, and that, that's kind of scaring me.
0: Yeah, especially uh, –
2: so, and Mitchell Trubisky.
0: Yeah, they might be better without Matt Patricia, and we'll end up seeing how that one goes. But, Jeremy, before we close this one out, I mean, obviously we're going to talk a little bit about how each team can win in this game. Last week, you know, say what you want about garbage time and whatnot, but the Bears' offense did look a little bit better when they were able to get the run game going. Obviously, David Montgomery rushing for 103 yards. He broke out that big 57-yarder on the Bears' first drive. So what do you think the Lions have to do to slow down the Bears or anything they have to do to give themselves a chance to win this game? Because it seems like if you can slow down the run for Chicago, they become quite one-dimensional.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's definitely one of the keys that the Lions uh, will, will try to do defensively is stop that run, and it's something they've actually been a lot better at out of the bye week. Really, the only big mistake, the you know rough day that they've had since the bye week is that Minnesota game where Delvin Cook uh, just ran all, all over them, which you know he does to just about everyone these days. Oh, so yeah. <clears throat> um, they, they've kind of straight changed their strategy a little bit. They've got they've um, gone a little heavier looks with a uh, you know three defensive tackles in the game sometimes. Um, so we might see a little bit of that. On Sunday, um, the problem is though if if that forces the Bears to pass the ball, the Lions haven't been very good at defending the pass at all this year. So and and that's kind of what we saw in that first matchup. But, you know, the, the Lions really stopped that Bears offense for the first three quarters of that game. The Bears then got into a bit of a desperation mode in that fourth quarter, and then they threw all over the Lions. And so I can certainly see something like that happening again. Um, offensively speaking, I think the Lions um, th- they might just kind of be, be feeling things out. I know. Under Matt Patricia, they were quite conservative in general. They they ran the ball a lot, as I, as I mentioned a couple times, especially on those early downs. I, I did get a sense from from uh, a new uh, new interim head coach that uh, I think the plan is to maybe be a little bit more aggressive, maybe be uh, taking more shots, have a little more fun out there, you know, let the ball loose a little bit. And so, if we see that on Sunday, that wouldn't surprise me. And you know, the Bears defense, I still have a, a ton of respect for, despite the fact uh, you know they had a rough go of it against Aaron Rodgers man exactly exactly so uh, I think I think I think we could be kind of in for a game that was really played out a lot like that first game where lines might get out to an early lead but once that game kind of settles in the Bears you know kind of you know reset and and maybe aim to to throw the ball a little bit more lines could be in trouble again
0: Yeah, uh, it should be an interesting one. The Bears surely are going to hope to get Mitchell Trubisky uh, out and going in this one because he obviously does perform well against the Lions. I don't have his career stats up against the Lions, but he's been someone ever since probably 2018 who has gone off against them and Matt Patricia specifically. So uh, I I would be a little hopeful that he is gone now. Hopefully that can help you guys out a little bit. But before we get Jeremy's score prediction in this one, Parth, I want to pass it to you. Uh, What do you think? the Bears are going to have to do to win this one. We've seen the Lions be shaky. They're 1-4 and four in their last five. What do the Bears have to do to bounce back and not get into a six-game skid in Week 13? Yeah, that would be
1: rough. Six-game losing streak, That that would be something else. But... I think it's, it's simple. We got to get out ahead. Um we got to score early. You know, the Bears haven't been able to score early at all this year, which is why you it's it's a reps it's a recipe for disaster. You know, if you can't get ahead in the game, you're not going to be able to win the game. Um we've been playing a lot of behind football. It's hard to catch up as offense is stagnant um the offense line is the best and the quarterback play is subpar so if the bears want to get up in this game we got to come out on, on come out strong score early hopefully the Lions' um often starts off flat like they did last week and you know, i think they had two turnovers to start off the game so you know take advantage of those turnovers and basically score points
0: Yeah, uh, that's got to be the key. I mean, if we look back at the week one game, the Bears were down, what, 17 heading into that fourth quarter, and they dug themselves a huge hole in the first three quarters. So coming out strong in the beginning is going to be huge. But before we pass it around to Jeremy, Jalen, anything to add there? Parth hit it on the head.
2: He basically hit it on the head. Um, I just just feel like we should – you, David Montgomery Moore. Um, ever since he came back, well, it's it only been one week since he came back from his concussion, but he had a very solid game against mm-hmm. the Packers, um, over 100 rushing yards, a touchdown. I think he had over 50 receiving yards as well, so definitely a solid game. Um, first 100-yard game of the season, so uh, de- definitely good to see that. Hopefully that can build on something like last season where uh, the first, I would say like half of the season, he wasn't able to get a, uh, you know, get a lot of rushing yards, and then the second half is where uh, he started to play well. So hopefully we see that uh, once again this season, offensive line. Uh, didn't look that bad, you know. Of course, they gave up a Mitchell Trubisky strip sack for a touchdown, but other than that, he was, uh, you know, pretty. He had a lot of time in the protected pocket, as so.
0: well as we can ask for. <laughs> yeah,
2: especially with Mitchell Trubisky, you know, he's he's able to run out the pocket. Something we we didn't see with Nick Foles. Um, yeah, run 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 the ball. Uh, hopefully, use Mitchell legs, um, Continue to roll out the pocket, get him on play action and stuff like that. And then the defense, you know, continue to do what the defense does. You know, I'm I'm not I'm kind of surprised we gave up 41 points. That's something that we don't see a lot from this Bears defense. But it's Aaron Rodgers. The offense was giving the ball, you know, giving the ball up um, in good foot position for the Packers. So definitely don't think we see that uh, for another year or so. So uh, continue to do what the defense does, and uh, let's see us get a win at Soldier Field.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't knock Aaron Rodgers for putting up points on us. That was the first time the Bears had let up 40 points or more since 2016. But let's close this one off. Let's close it quickly. Jeremy, before we go, what is your score prediction for Sunday?
3: Yeah, it's a tough one to really predict because obviously both teams are not playing where they want to be right now. Um, and, and with the lines making that head coaching change, you never kind of know how the first game is going to look out of, out of it, but I do think the lines are going to have some success offensively, uh, defensively. I don't really see much changing. So I, I do think this, the score might be a little bit higher than some people are expecting. So I'll go 27, 24 bears.
0: Okay. He's picking the bears this time. I remember last time he chose wow. the lines, but Hey, that would hit the over for the game. That would make a lot of better happen. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeremy Raisin, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. If you guys want more from Jeremy, you can head over to prideofdetroit.com. He does a ton of work on there. Also, he's on Twitter, at DetroitOnLion. If you want more from us, you can head over to our website, BeardDown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs every day of the week, so be sure to head over there, check our stuff out. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at BeardDown doing another Christmas giveaway soon. Uh, We love giving back to you guys. You guys allow us to do this. So uh, be sure to head over there and check us out. We're going to be announcing another giveaway soon. Parshaw Jalen McClinton, a six-game skid would be quite, quite catastrophic. So any last words before we close this
1: one out? I was surprised Jeremy predicted us to win. i um, not going to lie. Uh, I might. I myself do not have us winning this game. A little sneak peek into my, I guess, prediction. But, you know, uh, hopefully the Bears can avoid the six-game losing streak. Uh, that sounds not fun. Let's just say that.
2: <laughs> I think I'm probably the only optimistic Bears fan. I think we can – still a possible chance we can make to the playoffs. But I know after this week, if we lose, I definitely know we're not making the playoffs at 5-7. and seven. So, um, other than that, you know, I'm – I'm not looking forward to this game because I'm I'm just tired of seeing this offense play football. Honestly, <laughs> but, uh, I'm looking forward to the stream though. I like I like talking with the fans. But yeah, that uh, that's about it. There now.
0: Yeah, it's been a pleasure to be your host, guys. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. I've got to get up and out of here. Uh, I've got a Chipotle order waiting at my door, so at least there's something to look forward to that isn't uh, the Bears losing a game. But it's been a pleasure once again, Bears fans and Lions fans alike that are listening. Do us a favor, continue to stay safe. And as always, to you Bears fans still tuning in, bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.